Welcome, everyone, to the Southern Spectre Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah, and as always, thanks for listening. Welcome, everyone, to the show. For everyone that knows that this past weekend, uh, me and the wife had actually taken a trip to Savannah and stayed in room 204 of the 1790 Inn. I have a bunch of audio that I have to go back and review. I have a little bit of footage I have to go back and review as well, make sure I didn't miss anything. But until I finish getting all that stuff together, that episode will not be ready. Probably it will be next week, uh, hopefully. Uh, but thing about that is I actually go on vacation uh, this coming Sunday. But either way, I promise you guys I will have shows ready and available for you guys to listen to and download next week. I promise. If you haven't seen it already, uh, for those of you that kind of follow the show, you will know that I have started doing movie reviews. As you know, I love talking about movies and things of that nature, uh, pretty much any kind of horror or paranormal type media. So with that being said, I have introduced a new segment to the show, kind of a little bit of a branch off, but still in the realm of uh, what we're discussing here on the show. I started last Friday. I started what I call Friday Flicks. Now, Friday Flicks is going to be a portion of the show where I actually go, I sit down and watch a movie. Even if it's a movie I've seen before, I will sit down, I'll review it. I will kind of dive into what happens during the movie, give away, you know, give my takeaways, things of that nature. So a lot of it's going to be, it's going to be heavy spoilers. So I'll just go ahead and tell you that. So if it's something you want to see and you haven't seen it yet and you don't want me to spoil it for you, then I strongly suggest watching that movie beforehand. The last one I did, I did last Friday. I did Army of the Dead, which I thought was a great movie in my personal opinion. There was a lot going on in that movie. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. It's still on Netflix. Uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. I actually just finished watching, let's see, what was it? It was Friday night. Me and the wife, we actually watched The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, which I have a, a lot to dive into with that one as well. But however, that one will be available later uh, this week. It'll be out on Friday. So you'll be able to hear my takeaways, theories, thoughts, and anything else um, concerning that movie. So, but anyway, I have, like I said, I have a lot of... Uh, audio and video I have to go over uh, that I gathered over the weekend. We had a great time this weekend. I actually, uh, for those of you who listen to the show religiously, you know I have a reoccurring guest on here, Miss Enika Edenfield um, from Savannah. Uh, actually, I was doing some Instagram lives uh, over the weekend, and uh, me and the wife were kind of, we had been in the bar uh, there at the hotel. Uh, we were enjoying ourselves, and we stepped outside and uh, Miss Enika jumped on there and invited us out for drinks. And so after dinner, we actually joined up with her and her husband at uh, one of the pubs there in Savannah. And uh, we had a great time. Uh, it was getting kind of late for us or whatnot because it had been a long day. And of course, we had to get back so we could stay in a haunted hotel room. But we enjoyed it. Uh, it was good conversation and everything. And we learned a lot about each other and all that good stuff. And I, you know, definitely we'll have to do it again sometime. And uh, thank you for the drinks, guys. We really uh, appreciate it. It was a very warm and uh, hospitable moment. And I, I really do appreciate that. Thank you also for introducing introducing us to, uh, oh gosh, I know it begins with an M. 
It's an Irish drink. She said it was an Irish cider. Uh, and my gosh, I, I want to say it, but I'm scared I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> uh, um, is it Mangus? Magnus? One of the two. <laughs> but anyway, it was great. Uh, if you've never had it before, like I myself, I have never taken it before. I have never tried it before. Never even heard of it before Saturday. So I tried it and um, her husband told me traditionally it's meant to be drank with a, you know, with ice. So I tried it that way. Uh, in my opinion, this is me and I know it sounds strange, but believe me when I tell you it is rather good. Uh, it tastes like a flat ginger ale with a pear finish is the best way I can I can describe it. I know that sounds odd. I know that sounds weird, but that's my palate and that's how it processed it. But it was good. Nonetheless, I promise you, I'll be ordering another one uh, soon as, as soon as possible. But if you would go check out Enika's uh, YouTube and she has a TikTok as well. It's Salt Waves and Spanish Moss. Uh, she does a lot of history on the city of Savannah, a lot of ghost stories, uh, real history. She dives into a lot of the real history of things. That's where kind of me and her differ. I attempt to do that, but also I kind of stick to the lore and the legend behind things. And if I'm able to dig up some real stuff, I'll put that out there as well. But she does a phenomenal job with everything. She's very familiar with it. She's worked in journalism for quite some time. And her channel channels are great. You should go check them out. YouTube and TikTok at um, Salt Waves and Spanish Moss. Uh, if I'm able to, I will definitely put that stuff in the show notes. And so you guys can go check that out. Uh, what I have in store for you guys today, uh, I actually had the opportunity here back in March to go and check out the show uh, that is new to Savannah. With the help of Miss Enica, I was able to, she helped me get in contact with those who uh, produce the show and are behind the, all the production and everything that goes into the show. And it's called the Savannah Underground. I myself actually had a chance to go and check it out. And afterwards, I was able to do an over the phone interview with uh, Miss Madison Abernathy, who is involved with the show. And so I have for you today, I have my whole rundown of the show and you, you will see that we will talk about the show. We will, I'll, like I said, I got a chance to interview her and she kind of gives us some behind the scenes looks, uh, look at things. And so I was really pleased with the way this thing turned out and, uh, I, I loved it and I, I definitely strongly highly recommend this. Uh, this is not unlike any other attraction like Savannah has to offer. I promise you, uh, I've been going to Savannah for several years now, and there is nothing else like this in Savannah, Georgia. Not that I have come across. If there is, you are more than welcome to correct me. Uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed going. It's a hell of a good time. It's a hell of a good show. And I strongly recommend you guys doing so. So, Without further ado, this is my interview with Miss Madison Abernathy from Red Eye Film Productions from the Savannah Underground. Enjoy, you guys. Stepping foot onto the streets of Savannah, Georgia, immediately your senses begin to reel. The beautiful coastal landscaping the well-preserved architecture, and of course, its most vibrant history. Savannah's history, like much of the South's, isn't always so pleasant. 
the hostess city of the South offers up more than its fair share of means to travel through the city's history books. Walking tours, bike tours, and trolley tours are some of the most popular available. However, if you want a first-hand lesson in the darker history of Savannah, then no need to look any further than the Savannah Underground. Currently housed in the Clyde venue at 223 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, the Savannah Underground is visual storytelling at its best, bringing history to life. The Savannah Underground is a live-action, audience-involved, frightfully good time, brought to you by Red Eye Film Productions. Watch in suspense as some of the darker stories of Savannah's past are conjured up right before you. Adorned with an original script along with an inventive original storyline that is woven throughout three dark tales from Savannah's own history books, the Savannah Underground is a refreshing new addition to the saturated tour market here in the Hostess City. Red Eye Film Productions was created in 2009 by John Taylor Timmons, also known as JT. JT is the brains behind the Savannah Underground. Along with his brother, Kiwan Drayton, fiance Madison Abernathy, and a host of other talent, JT has created a unique, one-of-a-kind experience that truly brings the dark to light. Sitting inside the Clyde venue, awaiting the show to begin, one can only speculate what lies beyond the veil-like curtain that separates us, the awaiting audience, from the unseen. Tickets are purchased online and in advance at www.thesavannahunderground.com. Once all guests have arrived, the show begins. The veil is lifted just enough for Father Gauss to make his appearance. Father Gaust is our tour guide through the events which are about to unfurl before us. He explains who he is, why we're here, and lays out the do's and don'ts for the show. It's here where we abandon reality, grab a hold of our imagination, and plunge ourselves forth into the looming darkness. We make our way into the room where a single light bulb with an almost heavenly radiance shines down on a small round table which illuminates the table and the items it carries on its back. In most plays, we, the audience, sit and watch the actors and actresses up on stage. However, here at the Savannah Underground, things are a bit different. You see, the audience plays a role just like everyone else involved. And therefore, the play takes place around us instead of just in front of us. The audience is now part of the show. Recently, I had the pleasure of interviewing Madison Abernathy, actress here at the Savannah Underground, who plays the character of, well, you'll see. Welcome to the show, Madison. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. So Madison is actually part of a troupe. It's known as the Savannah Underground, and they actually perform... Uh, they're a group of performers that, uh, what would you call it, uh, Madison? Yeah, immersive horror theatrical troupe. Brand new to kind of like uh, the South, I would say. 
it's kind of hard to describe to most people. I understand. I like that, though. You use the word immersive horror. So, Madison, if you would, please tell us where are you from and how did you get your start in acting? Absolutely. Uh, So I am originally from Tampa, Florida, and I moved to Savannah when I went to school to study performing arts at the Savannah College of Art and Design. I graduated back in May, um, and kind of my start of acting really came from childhood. I was never into the sports and whatnot, so um, my parents were like, well, you need to find something to do, so... I started getting into different theatrical productions in the community and whatnot, and it got bit by the theater bug. So I just ran with it, and I've been working professionally for about, I'd say, the past five years or so. And so branched out into film when I got to college, uh, and this is my first theatrical performance in, uh, I'd say, about two or three years. So it's been really exciting. Did you have a role model, uh, maybe an actor or actress that has really inspired you? Well, it's cliche to say, but I love Meryl Streep. I really do. Um, I mean, who doesn't? Because I think as an actor, she is someone that you should strive to be like. She's so concrete in her craft, and it seems like she never goes on to a set in doesn't give it her all and doesn't put in every ounce of work that it needs. So she's definitely something I'd strive to be. And also she just plays any, no matter how small the role is, she just brings so much power. I'd like to be like her one day for sure. Like you said, you graduated from the Savannah College of Art and Design, better known as SCAD. Can you tell us uh, what that experience uh, was like for you? Was there ever like one moment that kind of stood out to you? I think, honestly, the whole experience was very different than how I anticipated uh, a college performing arts program to be, Um, especially because I was being trained under industry professionals. So I was working with people who were still working in the entertainment industry while they taught. But one of my favorite professors, his name was Lawrence Ballard, and he's a, a wonderful theatrical actor and so I loved just like being mentored uh, by him really breaking down the true art form of acting it's not all trying to get your name out there trying to be a super famous actor or have notoriety it's more so really digging deep into the actual person and the character and learning empathy for other people so that way you can portray them the most truthfully so i that was my favorite thing i'd say i learned from him he's still one of my favorite people in the entire world when you were going to uh, scad you actually were involved and working alongside working professionals that are still in the industry so did you ever run into anyone famous Oh, I've met lots of famous people during my time. Uh, we had a, we were lucky enough to have our own uh, film festival. Every year we would have uh, different really famous uh, actors or directors or casting directors that would come in and uh, they would do master classes with us. Wow. One of my favorites out of that was Emily Blunt and John Krasinski right. came in and did a, a master class 
together, which was just adorable, you know, because they're such a sweet married couple and right. so artistically uh, genius. But they were just, they were probably my favorite ones besides uh, John Boyega. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He was just so humble, had so much insight. And especially because he's kind of now breaking out into the scene. Right. Well, at least when he came, he was. Uh, so it was super interesting just to hear his perspective of going from minor roles to this giant uh, franchise and whatnot. So definitely, definitely a lot of famous people. So looking at your resume, you've starred in a number of roles, uh, including lead roles, supporting, co-star, and starred as a few extras. So what has been your favorite role and why? So my favorite role, I would say, when we did a, a little uh, feature film, it's, uh, it's still in post-production right now, so it's not out there, but uh, I played a role of a woman named Argyle. It was such a fun role because uh, she's like a psychopath, which I'm not. And so I really enjoyed kind of digging into the psychology, I would say, of psychopaths because uh, it's really easy, but it's really, really difficult, uh, as you can imagine, to really get into the mind of someone who does not comprehend the world the way everyone else does and also it's just fun to play scary things and intimidate your co-actors um <laughs> so that would definitely be my favorite it was um yeah it was a film called above savannah above savannah okay mm-hmm. all right so how do you prepare for a role how do you get yourself into that mindset um i would definitely say i have a whole uh warm-up routine it is dependent on what the role is because some roles, you know, you do have to prepare if it's a more intense scene. Well, just going off of like what I'm doing right now for the Savannah underground. Um, I start out an hour before the show. I'll do uh, yoga and I'll warm up that way. Uh, get my body into the space and whatnot into the character I'm playing a possessed girl. It's, you know, a lot of flailing, a lot of movement. So um, that's definitely helpful to kind of get my stretching. And I also listen to a Harry Potter podcast while I am stretching and doing my yoga because it just kind of de-stresses me and gets my mind off of anything that is not, you know, any stress I've had from the day or whatnot, because that's important to really just become relaxed so that way, after you're done doing your warm-ups, you can start getting into the the mindset of the character, whatever it may be. Right. Um, so really bringing yourself down to neutral, I would say. So you kind of just kind of gearing, gearing back a little bit to what you were running on before. And like you said, you know, just kind of taking the time to almost going back to idle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, it's one of my favorite things, actually, because it's a great form of self-care, truly, because you are having to force yourself to become de-stressed, leaving all the baggage you had from the day at the door, and just being present in the moment, and so it makes it way easier, so that way when you're on stage or you're being filmed and whatnot, you can actually be present with your co-actors and... 
right. whatnot and uh, actually hearing them and listening and reacting to them. It, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, it's it can be quite difficult to pull yourself out of your normal routine and to just say, oh, we got to stop a minute. We got to pull pull the reins back, so to speak. Once you reach that mindset, it's very hard to pull yourself back. Oh, it absolutely is. And that's why I had to pay all that money to get a degree in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to take whole classes of just the whole, um, we did quarter systems instead of semesters, but the whole quarter, we just spent it really just learning how to become neutral, how to just kind of submit yourself to the character and say like, okay, we can deal with Madison problems <laughs> after the show's over, but for right now, I'm dealing with Mary's problems, and right. I need to be thinking about like what she would be going through or how she would be feeling right now. So I got to ask. So you won the 2019 Savannah 48 Hour Film Project for the film Front Burner, correct? Yes. This is not a full length movie, but this is more like a short. Uh, yes. Um, so that was a crazy process. Um, <laughs> it was uh, it was the forty eight hour uh, film festival, as you said, and uh, it's a nationwide sort of event that lots of different cities partake in, where all their local filmmakers will take two days where um, they show up at the beginning of the forty eight hours, and they're given a genre a line that has to be incorporated into the film, a prop that has to be incorporated in the film, and a character. The the script has to be written in the 48 hours, has to be shot, edited, uh, scored, all that within your 48-hour time frame. And then they show it uh, in a movie theater at the end of the 48 hours. It's an insane process. If you don't like sleeping, it's a great time. (laughs) But, you know, yeah, that was a super, super fun event we got a political right. drama uh, as our as our genre which kind of unlocked some hidden secrets of ourselves that we didn't <laughs> even know we could write uh, so we got that and then um the character was carson had to be carson uh, or carly benedetta okay. and that character had to be an artist of some form and then it had to include bread and a line of, I don't even remember what the line was. <laughs> I think my co-star ended up saying the line and I didn't, but it was, uh, so we ended up just like brainstorming at 11 o'clock at night, eating pizza, trying to figure out what <laughs> we were going to write. And we came up with this concept of a artist who paints portraits of political figures and the political figure she's painting, she's going to blackmail because he had a history with sexual abuse with women and her sister in particular. So it was super, super deep, super dark. It was uh, five minutes of just intensity, (laughs) but it was, it was really awesome. Uh, The character was super fun. I can't paint uh, at all, but I was playing a painter, so that was fun to learn in 24 hours. So you actually did, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you actually did the painting yourself? I didn't do all of the painting. Um, So one of our interns, uh, Veretta, she actually ended up doing the painting. She stayed up all night painting it, which is hilarious, but 
she was the best out of all of us. <laughs> and I just did little touches. Um, right. Like I signed my name at the bottom. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I did little touches while we were filming. So it looked like I was actually doing something, but she did the heavy lifting. My favorite line was one that your character actually says, I think it was along the lines of, I'm glad to see you're using the Bible belt to hold your pants up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that, <laughs> I think that was improv, quite honest. My my co-star, Patrick, who's also in the Savannah Underground, he plays the narrator. We uh, When we get on set together, we just ad-lib like that sometimes, and it just flows for some <laughs> reason. And JT, when he directs, he's like, if it works, he's like, cool, we'll keep it. Right. Sounds great to me. Uh, and so that one made the cut. So you have an impressive set of special skills listed at the bottom of your resume. So I've got to ask, there were two that jumped out at me specifically. So how does one get into snake handling and whip cracking? So (laughs) snake handling came from, um, I actually have a pet snake. So uh, I had to learn very quickly how to handle them. So now I'm pretty proficient in how to handle all non-venomous snakes. I definitely would not hand me a venomous snake, but (laughs) any other snake you can handle, you can hand it to me and I'm definitely going to at least know how to interact with it and read its cues, which uh, I think is definitely important in the film industry because they love to throw snakes on actors (laughs) and people freak out. And I'm like, that's not healthy for that snake. It's not going (laughs) to like that situation. So I think it would definitely take some shots off of uh, producers if they knew, okay, this actor knows how to handle this. But the whip cracking actually came from one of my professors uh, at SCAD. So we had a fight choreography professor for the longest time. His name was Martin Noyes. Um, and he's a certified fight master. And so uh, basically... I took one class with him. It wasn't even fight choreography, but we had a makeup class we had to do. And he's like, you know what? Let's do something fun. And he brought all these whips in and he uh, taught us how to crack whips. And after that, I was like, well, I like this. This is fun. So (laughs) I just continued doing it until I became proficient enough to uh, be able to do it. It makes you feel like Indiana Jones. Exactly. That's exactly where my mind went when I seen that. All right, so now let's talk about the Savannah Underground. Uh, It's produced by Red Eye Productions. The show's writer is J.T. Timmons, uh, which we talked about earlier, is your fiancé. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very much. Now, I had the pleasure of seeing this just last night. I want to say that this is an innovative approach to Savannah's history and a great way to tell some of its darkest stories uh it's very immersive and the audience is very involved not to mention that this is you know this is completely different than actually sitting in a chair or uh in a pew or you know in bleacher somewhere watching a play and uh i just i just didn't loved everything about it the storytelling was great i felt like it was one of those you know, here recent in recent years, they've come out with all these horror movies, these anthology movies that kind of wrap a story within, you know, or several stories within one bigger story or main storyline. And that's what I kind of felt like was happening. And, and it worked. And I was just I was just kind of blown away by everything that you guys have done. The acting is top notch. 
and everyone involved. Uh, these were these were stories that I had heard previously, but it's one thing completely different to actually see them acted out before you. Now, not to mention that there were a few surprises in there. It just really resonated with me, and you guys did phenomenal. So, absolutely, Mr. J.T. Timmons, he was the one that wrote the script for all this. So, we have the story of Alice Riley, we have the story of The Hag, and then we have the story of Demon House, all three of which I have heard before, um, and I'll be honest with you, my personal favorite is The Hag, because I am... You know, not too far away from Low Country, South Carolina here. And, you know, the Gullah Geechee culture is just, it's, it's present. It's definitely a part of our history. And I, I love that fact. What kind of inspiration kind of serve for that, you know, other than just being in Savannah, of course? So it actually uh, kind of started when I was working as a ghost tour guide. I was very well versed in the history of Savannah and I kind of, Bored JT to death with all the different stories. Anytime we walk around downtown, because we live downtown, I'd be like, "Did you know so and so died here? Did you, did you know this place is haunted?" <laughs> blah blah blah. So uh, it was kind of ingrained into his brain right. after that. But one thing that we noticed from you know uh, me working in that industry was we're like, these tours are great. The history is wonderful. It's super interesting to go to these creepy places, but thing that Savannah's really lacking on is really um, embracing the gruesomeness that was our city's history. And so um, being horror fans that we are, especially JT, he's the biggest horror fan in the entire world. <laughs> he was like, I could definitely write a script of, you know, like really creepy stuff uh, based off of Savannah history. I was like, why not? It was quarantine. We had nothing else to do. So we were like, Let's let's write up. Um, well, he wrote up. I read the, the <laughs> script. He he was just going back and forth uh, with all of it. Um, I kind of gave him the history of Alice Riley and whatnot, the Demon House, which is the Hampton Willowbridge House over uh, over on Saint Julian Street, uh, which is one of my favorite stories that a lot of ghost tour guides don't talk about as much because. It's super creepy, but people don't like to talk about exorcisms in their in their town. So, big fan of that one. But uh, the one that we had to do the most research on was actually the hag. And we ended up going up to Charleston uh, for the day. Obviously, we do have lots of Golgichi culture here in Savannah. But since it's so condensed there, mm-hmm. we figured it was going to be best to go up where the hub is. And so... Uh, we ended up taking a tour all about the Gullah Geechee culture uh, with a man named Alfonso Brown. Super cool guy. He's very in the know with the Gullah Geechee people there. And his tour was the funniest thing in the entire world just because he literally just drove you around in a bus. He'd call people on the bus that he uh, would see on the street because he knew we were researching the hag. And he goes, what do you know about that hag? And these, it was so interesting to see how real this really is for these people because every single one of them just froze up. And they're like, I don't know anything about the hack. I don't know what you're talking about. And then they're like trying to make their exit. So, which he warned us about. He's like, Oh, people don't like to talk about it because they don't want to get a hack, which it was just fun to learn about that culture. Cause there's so many nuances to it. And it's fun to 
share that with people who might not necessarily know about it if they're not from the low country. And you guys actually taught me a few things last night. Um, now, at the beginning of this, you know, when she begins to do what she's doing, I'm not going to I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. I'm sorry. But there is some things that she does. And I'm like, wow, the, the actors and the actress, they did phenomenal um especially the young lady um i unfortunately i did not catch her name last night but she uh, did joy phenomenal. Uh, her name's joy Naje. joy Naje. yeah she's amazing super super talented she knocked it out of the park absolutely she always does i want to bring this up before i forget about it but you guys are currently or I could say were at this point, but last night was your last night at the uh, the Clyde venue, correct? Yes. You guys will actually be moving. Now, can you tell us where you'll be moving to, where the new venue will be located? Uh, hopefully, it is going to be over on West Boundary Street in an old railroad station. Ooh. Um, it's super creepy. Uh, <laughs> you walk in there and you just feel like something is off so it's it's going to be a really cool venue though and we're going to be able to build out actual like full-on sets that we wanted to do and uh we just didn't have the space for it yet and hopefully we'll get to expand on the stories too which is going to be really really awesome yeah that would be my next question would be kind of like what does the future hold as far as uh, the storytelling and the audience involvement. Can you tell us anything about that? Oh, absolutely. We're kind of hoping um, eventually what we can do is we can have different nights uh, where you can come see different stories and okay. full uh, versions. So we'll still keep the anthology for a while, but mm -hmm. eventually we want it to be able so that next time you come to Savannah, the first time you might have seen the hag, but uh, the next time you come back, you'll be able to go see the demon house or right. maybe a new story uh, because there's so many hauntings and creepy things that have happened. Personally, I want to do a yellow fever story, which would be super fun because that's disgusting. But it, it was a brutal, kind of brutal disease. But so that's kind of the hope is that um, it'll be an, an attraction that you don't just go to once. We want people to come back and learn more about the history, learn something new every single time and you know, make it a really fun experience. I've been to Savannah several times. I love going to take a tour. I love learning about the history, even though I may have heard the story a thousand times. It's still nice to take in that story. And Absolutely. different tour companies have different means of delivering that story. However, there's only so many times that you are going to want to hear somebody tell the same lame jokes or absolutely, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yes. this is a new, like I said before, it's new, it's innovative. It's a different platform. Almost. There were so many, I'm telling you, there's so many surprises. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, there were so many times, especially in the last skit where I was like, Oh my, when did that happen? One thing to say is this, is that, it's all about basic storytelling. And if you can grab grab a hold of me in the storytelling aspect of things, then you've got me all the way through. And you guys did phenomenal with that. That's awesome. That's well, see, that's what we wanted to do. We really wanted to exactly do that, where it's like you just kind of grab them by the neck almost, <laughs> not physically, but you know, metaphorically. Right. And be like, 
look at this, this is crazy, you know, like, but also make you feel like you're a part of that historical moment. Exactly. Which you can't do anywhere in Savannah besides here, which is really cool. So we talked about the audience participation in this. And at one point, and you'll know what I'm talking about here in a second. Like I said, I'm not giving anybody anything away, but there's a, there's a portion of this in a skit in the skit that you're involved with where everybody participates. I got to ask, how does that go over well with you? You know, you get used to it. Um, <laughs> I have uh, three costumes. Um, okay. So that way, after the show, um, I can change into something dry. That's your hint, everybody. Um, <laughs> it's not too bad. It really isn't. It's mostly, sometimes people do go a little hard. Uh, so I get squirted in the ear and um, sometimes. But it's fun. It's fun. And sometimes when it's really hot, you know, yep, it's there you like, go. this is kind of refreshing. There you go. Miss Madison, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. Um, before you go, would you like to tell our listeners where they can find out more about the Savannah Underground? So uh, everything about the Savannah Underground you can find on Facebook. Our Facebook page is the Savannah Underground. And uh, you can also go on our website, and the website is www.thesavannahunderground.com. And that's where you can also purchase tickets if that's something you feel inclined to do. Yeah, everything that we've done up to uh, this point is going to be online. So. And uh, once again, um, Madison, thank you for being here today. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure uh, being here. So the next time you find yourself walking the streets of Savannah, Georgia, and would like to take a walk on the darker side of Savannah's history, then head over to the Savannah Underground. Since the recording of this show, the Savannah Underground has since moved to a more permanent location at 415 Boundary Street in Savannah, Georgia. To see the trailer for the Savannah Underground, purchase tickets, and keep up with the latest and greatest news with the show, then head over to the thesavannahunderground.com. Trust me when I tell you, it's an experience you won't soon forget. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the Southern Spectre Podcast. I hope you, each and every one of you, enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed putting everything together. I definitely would recommend going and checking out the Savannah Underground any chance you get. Uh, like I said, they just removed to a more permanent venue. They're able to do a little bit more than they were when I visited but I definitely plan on going back in the near future and checking everything out. They're able to add more stories and more tales and more folklore. And uh, even as far as adding more uh, production value to it. So I definitely am looking forward to that. Also, don't forget to check out Miss Enica Edenfield's uh, YouTube channel. You can find it, uh, Salt Waves and Spanish Moss, uh, on YouTube, as well as TikTok, uh, Salt Waves Spanish Moss 
And until next time, take care and take care of each other. Mm-hmm.